Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 121. And each week that Lauren says the number, I always act shocked. I'm going to have to like put a montage together of me going, because that's what it is every single week. Because I can't like process the fact that it's 121. It's just absolutely bizarre. I I can't get over that. That's mad. Like I remember number one. It was terrible. So do I. I remember your number one. (laughs) I remember you guys came to me with the idea of you even doing a podcast. It's yeah. Oh, horrible. Don't even want to think about that number one. It was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, today Lauren is unfortunately not feeling hundred percent. So we have again Mrs. Super Sub, Emma woo! Sanders, who Thank you. has who wants me to point out that she has a what's the <laughs> word you used? Gammy, a gammy eye. <laughs> um, what actually has happened is she got involved in a punch up. Yeah, yeah, I got punched in the face. No, I didn't actually. I'd love to say I got punched in the face. I'd love to even say that I walked into a door or something like that. But literally nothing happened whatsoever. I just woke up with a purple eye. And it's just starting to like water now as well. Oh no. Which is not good. So let's just ignore that now. Well, now we, have to, we, have to, we have to point out the elephant in the room. <laughs> exactly. Now you've all seen the like disgusting eye. Yeah, you don't. Oh. Want she's going, what's wrong with those eye? <laughs> I won't be showing the mugshot though that I've sent you. No, I don't think. I think that needs that needs a parental guidance on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one that yesterday hard. was even worse. Yeah, the one Ooh. yesterday was even worse. Like I had to cut out the rest of my face when I sent it to like, my mate because I was. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want to see that one. I'm happy with the one I've already got. That's yeah. cool for me. Okay. Okay. Let's good. move on, shall we? <laughs> um. Obviously today. Uh, the Lionesses had their first game. I think it was in just under a year. They said the number yes. of days, but I can't remember. Their last game was March 2020 when they lost to Spain 1 0 at Chiba wow, wow. Cup, which was also my, like, I think, oh no, it wasn't my last competitive game. Forget that. But anyway. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> last time I was abroad. <laughs> okay, no. no. I cannot tell you the last time I was abroad. I literally, I genuinely can't remember the thought. Like, what is an aeroplane at this point? Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways, obviously, first game back after a year. I mean, I think many England fans will be happy with the result. Obviously, six goals yeah. against Northern Ireland. Pretty much 
a dominant performance. From what I saw of it, anyways, I was dipping in and out. Um, but Ellen White with a hat trick, a couple of other goal scorers, Lucy Bronze, Rachel Daly, Elatune. What What are your? How would you sort of sum up the game as a whole for for maybe those who weren't watching? It was a weird time, half to half kickoff. I wasn't really too much of a fan of that. Um, yeah, I loved it because it meant that I'm actually going to log off before midnight tonight. <laughs> yeah, good um, for you. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, you're right. It was it was a really good performance, actually. I've just written a piece, which is probably going to go out tomorrow morning. But um, and so I was looking back through the quotes from Hagarisa um, afterwards in her post-match interview, and she was talking about the tactics and um, mm-hmm. kind of how she wanted England to find the spaces and be more creative on the ball. And she's spoken before about wanting to sort of really bring out the kind of attacking play that England have got because we've got so many attacking players, haven't we? You know, the likes yeah. of like Laurie Hemp, Chloe Kelly, obviously Ellen White. So um, I think I think the team were able to do that, and that she was obviously really complimentary of the performance because Northern Ireland were like they did play quite a low block in the first half in particular, and I think England did really well at sort of yeah finding those spaces and kind of you know, breaking the play up and getting through the block and switching the play really quickly. So um, it was really good, um, especially down the right-hand side with Rachel Daly and Lucy Bronze in the first half. And obviously Chloe came on later on in the second half. Um, they were just getting into so much space. And then I think like Lauren Hemp grew into the game as well as it wore on. And Georgia Stanway was playing in like a more advanced role. So um, yeah, all around it. I just think it was, it was a really good performance from England. It's difficult, isn't it? Because like Northern Ireland obviously are, like they do have a lot of players that are semi-pro and I think I think it's 43 places they're lower down in the world rankings so um you, you would know, expect England, England to, to sort of win that game yeah I mean England were completely dominant as expected like like you say and I think it's hard to judge um judge them against a team like Northern Ireland that's no disrespect to Northern Ireland it's just you know they are at different levels obviously England's one of the best teams in the world so um but yeah just you know you can only beat the team that's in front of you and they they did that convincingly by playing some really good football yeah it definitely it looked like from what um we could all see i think the the nice thing about it was seeing how many young players were, were in the starting lineup i think that's always quite nice to see and it kind of makes you realize how much young talent we actually do have in the squad yeah. um obviously lauren Hemp, georgia stanway and then even ellie roebuck i mean i feel like ellie roebuck is like been around yeah. for ages, but I reality, mean, she's Lee like Williamson. 21, 22. Yeah, exactly. Lou Williamson is only 23. Like, that still blows my mind because yeah. she's played for Arsenal, like, you know, a thousand times. So it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it bodes well for um, the the future of the team. And I think it was nice to blend that they had because obviously you've got the Steph Horton in there, Lucy Bryan, Jill Scott, Jordan Hobbs, who have all been in and around the setup for ages. And it's, it's it, it looks like it's such a nice sort of, way for the younger players to learn from the older players but then the older players are probably still learning things from from these these new young players as well so it sort of seems to be working quite well yeah absolutely and that was another thing that 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 Risa said afterwards was was that um you know the players because yeah you're right there were a lot of young players in the starting 11 but actually compared to like previous training camps that starting 11 was a lot more experienced Mm -hmm. so you know it was more in the second half when you saw Chloe Kelly, Ella Toon, Lotta Weaver-Moy, obviously Emily Salmon come on um, like for their debut, Sandy McIver as well. Um, the, the, the team actually got younger and younger and younger as the game went on. 
Um, but yeah, Risa commented afterwards saying that the blend between the experienced players and the youth players was really, she thought it was really good. And I, I agree with her, like it did just look really comfortable. Like there wasn't, there, there wasn't like a drop off in performance or there wasn't like a drop off in, you know, sort of link up play. It was just quite seamless. So when, yeah. Chloe, Kelly, when Chloe Kelly came in for Rachel Daly, that link up between like, you know, Lucy Bronze and, and the wingers, like, it was still exactly the same. It didn't really matter that there was a change in personnel. So I think that's probably what was most encouraging for me to see from an England point of view. It's just tactically and perhaps, you know, the cohesion of the entire squad. It just blended really well with, like you say, that experience and, and, the, and the youth together. Yeah, it's, it's really good to see. And obviously there was a lot of talk on, especially on commentary, about um, obviously Team GB selection. It's coming yeah. up rather soon. Obviously, manager still needs to be, or whoever's going to be leading the team still needs to be announced. So they, uh, we tried to get it out of Sue, but I don't think it happened. Yeah. Didn't happen at all. Yeah. Um, I'm sick to death of writing about it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it's going to be announced soon, which will be interesting to yeah. see. Um, but would you say you think from the performance today that there are any players that have sort of put a really dominant plea across? to be considered in that Team GB squad? Yeah, I actually asked that exact question um, to Hank Racer. Um, it's the inner so journalism in me. Um, yeah, I literally like pretty much phrased it like that as well. And she like was just, she was like, Ella Toon really impressed me, which kind of took me by surprise because she was really good, but obviously that was her England debut. Mm-hmm. So, um, and it was you know, only half the, half the match as well. Exactly. So if she sort of goes from from there to you know put her, putting herself in Team GB contention, then that's you know that's pretty something. But fair play because she's been incredible this season for Man United. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if she has been discussed. But so you know in terms of publicly announcing it, you know Reese has essentially said Ella Toon put herself in contention. But for me personally, I think. Um, I think Jill Scott was somebody who a lot of people were perhaps saying, oh, it, it might be coming a little bit too late. You know, she might not quite make it when you look at like Caroline Weir's form, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got to con- consider, you know, the likes of Sophie Ingle from Wales and obviously Kim Little as well. And there's just so many, so many players to choose from. Um, but I just think Jill Scott today was, um, she put in a brilliant performance. And um, I think like when you're watching that, you realise how important she is to the England team. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously in the wider scope of things, it is going to be the bulk of the England squad that make up the Team UB team. So um, I think I think she's probably given herself a decent shout. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then I think, yeah, again, Chloe Kelly and Lauren Hemp were just excellent. So both of them for me. Um, probably two others that I'll just mention. Yeah, I mean, like, I think Rachel Daly and Georgia Stanway obviously both started today. And they're two that I think are probably going to be pushing and knocking the door in terms of versatility because that's something that, you know, the FA have said is going to be really key. So mm-hmm. I think both of them played well today as well. So, yeah, they're, they're probably the, the two others that I would mention. But, yeah, it's, it is going to be so hard. <laughs> I know, you, know you, can, you can rattle off so many different names that could be included because... I think just as the WSL's gotten better and the championship's gotten better, that obviously the players have really stepped up a game from all the home nations. So, yeah, I do. I'm just glad I'm not the person that's making that decision because there's going to be some absolutely gutted players that probably should be within it, but there's just the other players have just picked them to be able to get into it. There's just 
there's just not enough spaces for the amount of talent that there is in, in there. Like, team players is just... It's yeah. so little. Yeah, it's crazy. Because when you think this, that England squad was, what, 23 players, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm... I, I'm not. I'm not choosing it. Like some journalists have written a, a Team GB. This is my Team GB predicted squad, and I'm like, good luck. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not for me. No. It's whoever whoever is given that role is has got a job on their yeah. hands, um, yeah. and I don't envy them at all. I think <laughs> I think all. you and Lauren should should do your your predicted eighteen. I don't think anyone would really want to know. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even think I'd be able to whittle it down to 18 players because I just it would feel so guilty for the ones that I know deserve to be there and are good enough to be there, but I don't choose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. like you're going to be gutted, aren't you? Yeah. There's, there's going to be a lot of players. Yeah, I think there's a difference between a predicted 18. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 18 that you want to see go, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's like, I, th- I think like there'll be some people out there that'd be going like Sophie Engle, Beth England, yeah, like two players that you definitely want in that spot. But Sophie Engle isn't starting for Chelsea every week at the moment. So there's an argument there that like, you know, somebody like, I don't know, Jill Scott, if she's playing regularly for it, for Everton, like she should go in ahead of Sophie Engle. So there's like, oh, so Sarah Walter didn't play today as well. So yeah, it, it oh, depends on what the... It depends on what the manager thinks as well. Obviously, Hegarisi has come in and has basically said, I choose my team a lot dependent on their game time for their clubs. Whereas yeah. I don't think Phil Neville did that as much. I think there's a little element of it, but not definitely not as much as... He's not been as forward as with that approach as, as Risa has been. So it depends who comes in. Are they going to just go for the names that have already been on the sheet for, for a while or are they are they going to base it off game time stats do you know what I mean it's exactly you just don't know what's going to yeah. happen 
it'll be it's, interesting to see. I know. But, I kind of want to know. I'm, I mean, that day that it comes out will be just <laughs> thrilling. <laughs> Probably still be in lockdown, but you know, it's fine. It'll be stressful, put it that way. <laughs> yeah, for you it will be. We'll just be like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> Anyways, just um, I wanted to quickly mention we mentioned Jill Scott um, a minute ago, anyways, but 150 appearances for, for England, um, absolutely phenomenal. You you can't call it anything short of, of sort of a legend to the game. Um, yeah. It feels like she's been around for absolutely ages. I know, I know. Still going and still performing at the top level. Um, but just, just a real credit to the sport, isn't she? Yeah, she's, yeah, I can say I thought she put in a performance worthy of her 150th cap today as well. I thought she was mm -hmm. brilliant and she was, um, she was so good to chat to afterwards. She was absolutely over the moon, you could see, and she did say, she was like, I don't, I feel like it hadn't really sunk in, but she said she was really nervous for the game last night. Yeah. But yeah, she was telling us about how she had a letter from Prince William and she had a video. I want a letter from Prince William. No, I want a video message from David Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> what a good time that would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's, yeah, they had a little bit of a celebration last night in, like, within the England camp, sort of celebrating her. But, um, yeah, it's, it's just been amazing, hasn't she? Like, I, you run out of words to say, but I think, like, for me, the main thing about Jill Scott is not only is she a really good player, when you talk about those players within that England squad, ask anyone, whether it's a teammate, some managers, people in the press, fans, like her as a personality is just, she's just such a good person mm -hmm. and she's just so funny. And I think she's like, she's always been really positive and that's probably the main thing. Like when I think of Jill Scott, I just think of somebody who just makes, who just makes everyone laugh. Um, and I think that's like, that's a testament to her as a, as a person, um, not yeah. only her as a player. Yeah. It's a great quality to have. Um, and let's hope it's not the last appearance. I'm sure she'll have many more. Maybe not. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um, we'll move back to Liverpool then, as we always do. This is the Liverpool Women's Podcast. Um, we have a game this weekend. I don't know why, but I feel like we've not had a game for a very long time. But in reality, we only miss one weekend. So, yeah. I don't know how... I have no concept of time in my brain at the moment. Um, well, we had one before that, didn't we? So, it, we have really only had, like, one game since Christmas, since before Christmas. Yeah, so that's great. Um, so we've got obviously London Bees this weekend at home. Nice little yeah. home fixture. Are you are you attending? Uh, no, because I'm on Premier League duty, unfortunately. Oh, Lauren will be attending for anyone who is interested. Um, hey, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren's <laughs> kind of reffing it for all of us. <laughs> um. Yeah, as I said, we didn't have a game last weekend, frozen pitches and all that. We've talked about frozen pitches enough in the last few things. I don't want to talk about it anymore. If the weather is getting better, let's just leave it at that. Um, yeah. Do you think we're going to... Obviously, we're still not in an amazing place, I don't think. Obviously, everything's still up in the air. Yeah. I think we said even before we came on here when we played Charlton and Drew it felt like we'd lost because we played the bottom of the table side who we beat 4-0 in the in the reverse fixture towards the start of the season you I, i'm racking up all these amazing things here um, <laughs> i can see your face going um, yeah I'll, I'll keep going <laughs> no i won't um do you think 
in a way, Coventry getting postponed last weekend, as much as an opportunity that might have been, has that given the players a bit of time to come back and really be refreshed for this game this weekend? Because I think, yeah, promotions pr- probably, most definitely not going to be happening anymore. Let's kind of lay those cards out on the table. Yeah. Um, but we need to still be picking up wins. I think finishing as strongly as possible. Do you think we'll see a refreshed sort of squad going into to the game this weekend? And do you, how, how do you see it going? Yeah, I I think so. I I think I agree with you there. I think it probably was quite a good timing um, because yeah, it's clear the team. It's you know, it's it's a re- rebuilding process now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. Um, with everything that sort of happened after Christmas, obviously with Vicky Jackson leaving, you know, a run of poor results because um, let's like they were poor. There's no beating around the bush. Like yeah. you know, it's 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 not been good enough for Liverpool. So. Um, obviously Amber's had to come in she's had to kind of pick the players up from that you know anytime the manager leaves like the players are obviously going to feel guilt around that because it's ultimately their job to go out and perform and, and they haven't so someone's lost their job you know um, so obviously all those players are going to need picking up um, and you know and then obviously you then have the immediate disappointment of essentially the, the season goal sort of going out the window so I think the fact that there's been a little bit of a break. There's an international break, so players can go off and be in a different setting, be with different people. Um, sort so of hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, you know. Obviously, you know, Rachel Furness today was playing for Northern Ireland. She's obviously been on on the wrong end of a of a heavy defeat, but you know that environment that she's been in um, during the week will hopefully give her, you know, like a bit of confidence, and she'll come back and be quite refreshed and you know the same with you know like Razzle Roberts who's obviously been away with Wales and etc so um, I think it will be good for them and um, I'll, I'll be surprised if Liverpool don't go and get a result against London Bees obviously London Bees are, are without a manager at the moment as well so um, yeah it'll be interesting to see how they get on against them but I, yeah I, I, I would be absolutely back in Liverpool to get a result this weekend. Yeah, I think they need, they really need it. I mean, yeah. you can obviously tell that, conf- yeah, the confidence is just super low at the moment. Um, and I think, understandably, I think the players have been through quite a lot. But at the end of the day, it's it, it's kind of football, isn't it? You lose a manager and you can't sort of just leave it as it is and say, oh, whatever. Do you know what I mean? You, you kind of still have to push on. And, and, and I they pro- the, the players obviously know that. Um, I just think with it, it, it's just got to be tough. I think if I put myself in that position, if if you think about the amount of things that that they they'll be thinking, emotions surrounding it, because they they're a tight knit group. They, they they were with Jepson for however however long. Some of them even longer, ten years. Yeah. I mean, she's been at the club. It's for only example. a small squad as well. It is only a small squad. Yeah, exactly. They're all a little like a little family. So. They just they they really really do need a result. Not in terms of just for the season's progression, just for for themselves and the belief in in their own ability. I think is the, is the main thing because they 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 can actually be really good at football, but we just haven't seen enough of it. Yeah, no, and I think it is it's that consistency, isn't it, that that sort of let them down yeah. in terms of like the season as a whole. So yeah, um, yeah, I think. I just think a, a good performance, preferably a clean sheet, um, and just just come up like just you know 
play at home and, and, and get a win. Just get a nice, comfortable win. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a four or five niller. But if you yeah. can, you know, win one nil, two nil, but you know, a clearly dominant performance, I think that'll be that'll be just what what Liverpool needs. A hundred percent. And me and Lawrence Ferris sort of spoke about this last week. Um, with promotion being extremely far away, <laughs> what sort of is their goal? You know, the whole ever since the day we got relegated last season it has been promotion, promotion, promotion. There's been absolutely no doubt about what anyone in that Liverpool squad um, wanted to get out of this season. And that was to, to ultimately be promoted straight away back into WSL and sort of kick back on and and um, get, get, get sort of going again. But now you, you're in a situation where promotion's not happening. You, you sort of now having to look over your shoulder at the teams behind you because results haven't been going our way and we've not even been able to play games. So what sort of, what would you say is the, is the goal now, the end result for this season for the women? Are they already sort of looking towards next season again or how, how do they finish this season with some form of motivation? Yeah, I absolutely think you know it's it's a it's looking ahead to next season really. I mean, obviously the players can't do that; they have to focus on every single game. Yeah. But I think um, I think it's probably more important to start building, rebuilding an identity within the team and a style of play that allows them to progress next season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think the performances now are perhaps even more important than than the results. I think going into the season, it was a case of just get back up to the WSL, even if it meant you know you were playing for scrappy wins and just getting the three points or just getting yeah. Yeah. the points away from home here and there. Whereas now, I think developing that yeah that that identity and just picking up performances is probably more important because you want something that, that you can build on for next season. And you also want to be able to attract players in the summer um, because obviously you know you're looking at a transfer window where. Um, if we're being brutally honest, it's it's you know you're looking at attracting championship players now and not WSL standard players um, because yeah. you know yeah. you've obviously got a, a, another year in the championship uh, probably. So um, recruitment takes place all, all year round. It always does at every single football club. So there'll be work going on now, um, looking ahead to next season and who they can bring in. And, I, I guess it's about keeping some of the players as well. That's another thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a really good point. So obviously, if you're like looking to keep players and looking to attract players, and yeah, you want to be able to say that this is this is kind of our identity. This is where you fit in within this mm-hmm. this team within this identity, and and sort of go from there. So um, I think I think they just need to keep pushing the teams at the top. I think if if you fall too far behind, then I think that's when it gets a little bit concerning for Liverpool because yeah I think it's then harder to attract players but I think if, if they can just keep up with the pack and you know and just be like finish as high as possible yeah just kind of yeah I think I think a third a third place finish wouldn't be you know wouldn't be too bad considering mm-hmm. you know the position that, that they're in now um so yeah I think I think you've just got to you've just got to keep up with them and like I say just build on the performances yeah, I mean, I just I'm looking forward to good times ahead. Yeah. is what yeah. I'll say. I think it's just, it's never. I don't know whether our podcast is the bad luck charm because ever since we started, it's not been great. It's not been plain sailing. I mean, all the players left. Neil Redfern got appointed, and then 
left after Arsenal game one 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 game wonder Redfern is what his new name is. Um Vicky Jepson came on. That was a good thing. Um Chris Kirkland joined. Chris Kirkland then left. So that was great. Um we got relegated. So that was Bernie joined then. Bernie joined. That was a good thing. Bernie joined. That was a great thing. Mel joined. Lawsy joined. There we go. Yeah. I mean we yeah. Swings and roundabouts, let's let's call that. But I am just looking forward to the days where I can sit on this podcast and go, oh, we're brilliant. We're absolutely brilliant. Do you know what I mean? I just kind of I kind of miss miss being able to say that. But you know, positivity is key. We'll get there, regardless of the gen what is it? Um life's a climb, but the views great. I think we could just end I mean we're not going to end it there because I've got one more thing but we could just end it there yeah <laughs> we could I mean, do if we really wanted to just, just cut yeah see you later sound yeah, <laughs> we're not gonna. we have one more exciting thing to talk about and I know this is all if buts and maybes at this point yeah but grassroots football may finally return on the 29th of April Excellent. now I don't know about you I've not played a competitive game of football for nearly three years now. Regardless of lockdowns or injuries, that's how long it has been. And I just cannot wait, cannot wait to go back, even just to train. Do you know what I mean? That's probably what we're doing for the next six months, just training. I've played, but, like, I played a five-a-side in, I can't remember what it must have been. It was in that summer window where there was like three or four weeks. where like you could August play. time. Yeah, so like Manchester, because... We've basically been. I saw a start. It was like we've been in like actual lockdown, like proper lockdown for like three hundred and twenty-four of like the. Yeah, I saw that one. Something stupid, and I was like, "Oh my god, no wonder I've gone crazy." But it was like within those like forty days, and yeah, yeah, basically like what someone from work who plays for like a a different private side team, like, "Oh, we're like four players short for our game tonight." Uh, she was like, yes, yes, I will do it. <laughs> yeah, so I was. I was like, oh my God, yeah. So he just wrote like a load of us in from like our yeah. work like, team. And we just went and had, it was like the best night ever. Like I genuinely oh, came back I, like, I loved it. So yeah. But, um, so yeah, like I'm absolutely with you. Like, I just can't wait to see that. Oh, it'd be so good. I mean, oh, I think we, we all talk about like physically it's amazing, but even mentally as well. Yeah, we've all yeah. been through so much this year. Um, the tiniest bit of exercise makes the biggest difference. So for a lot of people, it'll be a big escape. Sorry. Yeah, and just like the team aspect, like being around. Yeah, going for a post-match pint, which I never do. (laughs) I always do. (laughs) I'm the organiser. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it'll be an absolute welcome return. And I'm sure a lot of people are very, very, very much looking forward to that alongside us. And I am really looking very much forward to it. I just wish it was next week, but it's not. Mm -hmm. But you know what, things are starting to- Uh, Yeah, there's a timeline, there's a timeline. There is, there's there's days to look forward to, regardless of if they change or not, there's there's things happening. We're not just stagnant anymore. But that is everything. On that note, that is everything. Thank you for for joining today, Emma. We wish Lauren the best. She yeah. can't speak. That's that's the thing. She can't actually speak, otherwise she would have she would have been here. She's got a gammy jaw, and I've got a gammy eye. Yeah, so. I've got nothing. I've got a gammy back. 
I was going to say, you got to get me back. Yeah. <laughs> if you know yourself, I've been sat like... Don't hold them up. Yeah, oh God. I, I've had to get a new chair. Oh, wow. Like one of them specific... I don't know if it's an orthopedic chair. I don't think that's what you call it. But it kind of straightens my back out a bit. You know, working from home and all that. It's just causing such issues. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to get life back on the road. That's yeah. Energy levels are low. We're filming at night time, everyone, just to clarify. That's why we're all like, <laughs> yeah, Anyways, I think I think we should we should probably end this now. What do you yeah. think? <laughs> yeah, me too. It's time to go and sit down and maybe just have a lie down. Bit of a cry, maybe. No, I'm not gonna cry. I said I wasn't gonna cry tonight. It's fine. <laughs> I'm only joking. Anyways, thanks everyone for watching. If you made it this far, comment down below. Emma's got a gammy eye. <laughs> why not? Um, thank you all for watching make sure to like comment and subscribe thank you Emma pleasure as always you are the super sub the one and only we can always we can always count on Emma <laughs> but yeah make sure to like this video subscribe to the channel turn the notification bell on so you can be notified whenever we post that's a new one I've just added in hope you all enjoyed yeah we're gonna go now thanks everyone for watching and we'll be back soon with another video see you later yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.